I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their Tropes, Tropes Battled for Dominance. Episode 41. Um, wow. So, Liz, before we like get into anything, I'm just going to say you're going to love, I don't know if you've opened the doc yet. Don't. I recommend not opening my doc until you get to my part because you're going to yeah. love it. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I got a sign. Okay. Uh, but Liz, how's your week been? Tell us um, about your armor. A little crazy. So, um, while this is airing, it's I'm gonna be at New York Comic Con. Uh, this New York Comic Con week, big week for me. I know a lot of people don't necessarily like New York Comic Con. It's my first yeah, con like ever, it. so it has <laughs> a huge place in my heart. And being like a huge like. You actually are Star into Wars. like comics. Comics, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's definitely the place to be for me. Um, I got fucking hype news basically earlier this week that Friday I was off for super. <laughs> I'm off for superintendent's conference day, so <gasps> I was like, awesome. "That's why I." Can't, so I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" I originally so I knew I was gonna cosplay Starlight from The Boys for Comic Con this year. I love Starlight, one of my favorite characters. I love the show The Boys, and I love Starlight so much. And then it was announced her actress was going Friday, Saturday. Right. And I only had a Sunday ticket. Saturday was sold out, and I'm like, fuck. And, like, I was so upset. And then, la- like, last week on, like, Friday it was mentioned, oh, yeah, next week for Superintendent's Conference Day, the aides don't have to come in. And I was like, Okay. Like, okay, Poggers, thank uh, you. And then so I was like, okay, I am going to Comic-Con on Friday now. And so, um, and I bought a photo op to meet Starlight's actress and get a little photo with her, and I'm so excited. But as a result, my timeline for making my cosplay <laughs> was moved up two whole days. So I was <sighs> like, oh, fuck. So, um, like, I'm styling the wig right now. I'm in the middle of, like, making armor because she has like a belt thing mm-hmm. and like because essentially what i'm doing is i got like the spirit halloween right. costume last year because like the it. actual base costume is not bad at all yeah, it's actually pretty fucking a nice lot. it's pretty fucking nice but obviously the armor is garbage. it's not armor yeah it's, it's literally like, like a piece of foam yeah. So not that and we're like saying not that... nice foam. Not, no, <laughs> right. but like not like nice cosplay foam. It's like Exa- yeah, you know the flimsy ass like. It's you not. It's not Eva foam about. or even like craft foam. It's like um. It's 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 kind of like it feels like a play mat almost. Yeah, like you guys know what we're talking about if you've ever had like a Halloween costume armor. Right. So I was like, well. I want to remake this because one, I want to look good, and especially now that I'm meeting her <laughs> one, actress. I just I don't want to look bad. <laughs> like, um, so I'm making armor for the first time. I'm doing that. Um, they for some reason so Starlight she doesn't have arm gauntlets. It's like a gold like stretchy material. Really? Like it's not like armor. I thought on it was her armor. Arms. I thought it was armor too, and then I'm looking closer. So I don't know why Spirit Halloween decided to make it once again that like shitty armor they always do so i like bought some spandex and i'm gonna like sew that and um seam rip the art and it's like attached to of course it is so i'm gonna seam rip the the armor off and then attach that to it good luck with spandex i hate spandex oh i'm not excited but it'll be an interesting time so (laughs) for sure um Yeah, but that's my week. Uh, con crunching, crying, Ooh. you know, working and a full time job plus con crunching is right. no bueno. Well, then also in a couple of weeks, you get to come up and go to Ren Fair with us. Yes, 
which I'm, I'm very excited. excited about. Um, and then the week after Liz and I go to Ren Fair, um, I have Anime Week in Atlanta, and my panel got accepted um, for fucking prime time. Like, I am noon Saturday. Like, I'm like, this is the holy grail of, like, panel times. And I'm like, okay, love to see from it. wait list to holy grail, let's go. So uh, now I actually have to make the panel. And I still have to actually uh, make my cosplays that I just have been procrastinating for the past few months. And uh, oh yeah, I realize like, I don't have a lot of so time. It's so weird. This will be my first time breaking out my sewing machine since like I don't even I know guess, where like, my sewing machine is. Like since making masks at the beginning of the fucking pandemic. I didn't even realize you made masks. I made some masks. Yeah, oh, that's cute. But yeah, I know, I like just for personal use, I wasn't right. like fucking selling masks or anything. Right. So. No, I literally. Like, not once during the pandemic have opened my sewing machine case. That bitch has been collecting cobwebs since I moved out of my dorm. So, um, it'll definitely be interesting sewing and sewing spandex of all material. Yeah, you're having a rude awakening to get back into the swing of things. I know. I'm gonna cry, but it'll be okay. I'm just glad Nick's gonna help me with, um, like, all the armor, basically. He's gonna, like, 3D print, um, whatever can be 3D printed for me. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna make my life a lot easier. But I, you know, actually have to take one of my cosplays out of the bag. I still have not done that. So, um, make sure it fits. It'd be like that. It's, uh, it's yeah. just, the, I, I love cosplay, but the idea of getting back into cosplay is so daunting. It's like, putting on the cosplay, all okay. But yeah. the idea of, like, how the fuck did, like, every single month, like, we were crunching, like, Yes, like, how was I sewing wigs, all the time? Sewing, crafting, and, like, Doing a makeup test, like, at least stop. once a month. At least. Usually more. And, and I'm like, I haven't cosplayed since June now, I think. Uh, no, wait, wait, oh, Kinetic Con. But I don't connect, count that, because I was fucking yeah. Troy Sharpet or Gabriella. Like, it's not like we tried, you know? Yeah, but I'm like, how the fuck was, like was I doing that emotionally? I'm like, right? I'm thinking about it and I'm like, this weekend's going to take so much out of me. I'm going to be dead. You are. And I'm only going for like two days and I get to go home after the con. Yeah, but you're still going to be dead. Yeah, I'm going to be dead. It's all um, good. Oh, also another exciting thing about Uh-oh. going to Comic-Con is they have a huge boys panel, like the boys yes. panel, with like all the like all the actors that are going. And you're so going to have to so like tell me like, about it. I'm very oh, yeah. excited. I'm so you. excited. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> comic-con's gonna be fucking great this year man i'm very excited um, for you i got a cute uh like i got like a plain white kn95 mask and i put little like star stickers on it it's oh that's really cute. cute yeah right? that would be very cute i'm so hype are you gonna wear her for both days that you're going no okay I, who do you think i am well i was just wondering just because it's comic-con so I wasn't yeah sure. i don't know what i'm wearing sunday yet i might not cosplay but <laughs> right um, depending on how dead you are after depending on how dead i am and depending on like actually deciding on something i want to wear because like just wear your deadpool onesie easy easy peasy comfy cozy um so i guess i have some like good news in the sense that uh if you guys remember last week my cat was having issues um she's doing so much better this week and uh, she's doing this really cute thing right now where she keeps, like, grabbing one of our, like, uh, toy mice that we have. Because we have, like, ten of those for all three of our cats. And she keeps grabbing one of them and, like, screaming with her mouth around. Like, holding it in her mouth and going, meow! Coping. <laughs> and she's, she's never coping. She's never done that before. And I just think it's so funny. And I call her over and she comes running over with a mouse, drops it at my feet. And I'm like, are you trying to, like, hunt for me? Like, I don't understand what's going on. Mittens but it's really coping. cute. She is. I'm so excited for you to make the babies, Liz. 
oh yeah uh, take their attention so they can give attention to men's oh i'm hyped yes um okay so i have a bit of a long one so i think we should get started yeah um so the trope i chose for this week is first meetings oh so it's like essentially it's it's what it sounds like you know first meeting fic involves characters meeting for the first time Mm. um this is like um this trope wise is popular for characters who haven't met yet in like their canon universe Mm -hmm. um it's also common for characters who know each other and like but their first meeting wasn't portrayed in the media you know um so so it's just like how they got to know each other yeah kind of like oh i wonder how they met like kind of thinking of that shit and yeah another uh like an au like surrounding first meetings is like an alternate first meeting Mm -hmm. where it's like essentially uh they have like characters just meet under different circumstances like this is just like such a self-explanatory like trope like and like based on the fic that i see you've chosen all i'm thinking about is like marvel's what if series Oh, I love the idea. I wasn't even thinking about that, but yes. Uh, I, I did choose... My reasoning behind choosing you, this fic... Liz, you was, always will wait, choose wait, wait, Stucky. Wait, wait, we don't need a reason. Wait, no. My reasoning behind choosing this trope, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm very tired and exhausted this week, and so I was like, what tropes does the fic I'm currently reading? Oh my god. <laughs> She's like, how can I warp the narrative? <laughs> I... So I looked, and this was a tag, and I was like, I mean, that's heavily referenced in the first chapter. Like, that's the main point of the first chapter. Uh-huh. So I'll choose that. Okay. And so, yeah. Um, All right. Hit us with it, We're Liz. not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not okay. there yet. Um, so essentially with the, like, AU, where it's, like, alternate first meetings, it kind of can also give characters in, like, a source material. Mm-hmm. So when they have, like, a different first meeting... It can kind of give them, like, a different impression of one another, you know? Um, it's, like, characters who may, like, have, like, antagonistic feelings towards each other or a really professional, like, relationship or just whatever. It kind of will cause them to see each other in a different light. As you said, you were talking about with, like, kind of, like, with What If, mm-hmm. where it's, like, we see a lot of these characters acting super super different because solely because so much like just something different's happening and we see how how different the characters are essentially reacting i mean i'm spoilers for the what if if episode where it's like um where it's like what if uh like mm-hmm. king t'challa was star lord well he wasn't a king he was just t'challa was star lord yes essentially you see like a thanos who is so different from who he is in the canon. I mean, he's just, like, a mm-hmm. fun, happy guy in their, like... He's in their, just like, a fun, group. goofy dude. Fun, goofy dude with just ideas of his, his like, fucking plan. A and everyone's like, oh, man. LOL, so silly. And, like, he's not this, like, absolutely, like, terrifying creature hell-bent on, like, like killing actually killing pop- people. Right. You know? He's so different, and it's because of probably how people met him and like first impression and it's just this is you're totally right that that comparison was like 
spot Tee-hee. on. And because of this alternative first meeting uh, kind of trope, it is a subgenre of canon divergent works. I mean, obviously. Right. You know. Um, and then obviously uh, first meetings can be just like within AUs. As I said, this was just solely chosen from what was I was like, reading casually. What is the least amount of work I can do today? So, so this was chosen from something I was reading casually. So I guess you can all guess. We already said it's Marvel. So we can guess it's a Stucky fic. And mm-hmm. we can guess that it's taking place in a college. <laughs> um, okay, Liz. As I say, I read literally every single Stucky fic under the college AU tag because it's just... It's my bread and butter. It's literally all I fucking read. Um, And so let me give a little explanation behind this. Um, Essentially, it's like a college AU and Steve and Bucky are on like the ice, like, like on the ice hockey team. Mm -hmm. And um, there's Steve is already like here. He's like the star player of the team. And there's a mysterious new transfer member and um i think that's where we'll get into it um i'm gonna read for like steve because it's from his point of view and okay sam talks a little and then obviously bucky because it's a stucky fic duh. of course of course <laughs> what else would i read what else would i Who spend my would life this be doing if this wasn't stucky um so you'll read for sam and bucky okay yeah sam has like one or two lines okay fairly. okay Stumbling down the stairs and trying... Oh, this is called Frozen by Fandom Yeah, that would also help. Fuck. Is it, that'll, what's it that'll rated? Help. Um, it is rated mature. It is not mature within the first chapter, but I have read the second part of this fic first, because I didn't realize it was like... You know when it's like, people do like the series? I didn't realize it was the second part of a series, mm-hmm. and that is very explicit and mature. Oh, okay. So, um, first chapter... Little discussion, but nothing, like, actually, like, explicit happening. Okay. But that's just kind of, you know. Good to know. We'll get we'll get started. Stumbling down the stairs and trying to tug a hoodie on at the same time is not the smartest move Steve has ever made. It's not smart because, one, he could die, even if, um, even if this time he scrapes with, without passing away by right hand flying out to grab the banister, holding on for dear life, heart pounding, and also for the sake of not breaking his face open on the first floor. And two, because it means his hair is a damn mess. Which is a pity, because standing perfectly close to the bottom of the stairs, to the immediate range range of sight of his fumbling yeah, half panicked form is Wilson. But also, but more importantly, also... Uh, there he is! The left winger, uh, whoops. Our star player, Rogers, center, first line, tripping down the stairs on this fine morning, trying to get his shit together before he goes to class. He turns even more to the guy he's standing with, going on via stage whisper. I sincerely can assure you that he does not do that on ice. Most of the time. He quits whispering. Although, I have seen what he does when he has a concussion, and it isn't pretty. Voice booming with his best announcer impression, Sam's mouth is split into that familiar, charming, gap-toothed grin. He throws an elbow into the side of his company, who snorts and nods, Mock seriously draw, uh, drawling. Oh, good to know. And here I was, losing a little faith. And this guy. This he, guy. This guy. This man. Um, 
He looks, he's looking Steve up and down, not even trying in the slightest to hide his elevator eyes as they go slowly, as they um, go as slow as they please, up and down him. Several times. Ooh. Uh, Steve's shirt has been rucked up uh, with his hoodie somehow, meaning that Steve's stomach is bare as he fights to cover himself against the chill outside and the uh, the feelings of this newcomer's eyes on him. Wrestling with the fabric, Steve gets enough of a view to truly pause, pulling it down over his eyes and over his upper half. He's going stock still for a moment because, shit, his eyes are, whoa. Even with the couple whoa. of feet between between them, he can see, plain as day, how, uh, how pale blue-gray they are. Entirely unique. Slate gray. Impulsively, Steve wants to keep staring until he can re recreate them, their hue. On paper or canvas, paint or colored pencils, maybe even pastels would be good. For those who don't know, Steve is like, yeah. You see him drawing in the first Captain America movie. He likes art, and so usually Everybody he's always written as being an artist. Right. Not always an art major, but at least some form of artist being into art in some way. Uh, I thought I'd just throw that in there because then yes. you'd be like, "What the fuck are Thank we? You. Are we? Are we talking about? You know." <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is going on here? Yeah. Oh my god, Mittens just came in with her mouse again. Mittens! Hi, Mimi! She looked at me and then now she's looking back at her mouse. We I'll, I'll leave you to it, Mittens. <laughs> the rest of this dude is equal in levels of whoa as he continues whoa. looking. His hair is brown, dark but warm, and ends right below his shoulders. But not in the way Steve's seen most guys, excluding Thor and his little brother, wear their hair. Stick straight and greasy, long because they don't care enough to get it chopped. Instead, the brunette has wavy, ridiculously soft-looking hair, full and thick. His face is framed nicely by it, those eyes stark against um, against the chocolate color and the rest of him, him standing out too. A sharp jaw, somehow sharper cheeks bones, a handsomely slipped nose, and the nicest left chin Steve's ever laid his eyes on. Jaw and chin covered with just the right amount of stubble. Not just his face is nice, though. He has to be the incoming player, a transfer student, because he's built like a hockey player. He's An built different. <laughs> he's built different. <laughs> An athlete in the least. Thick, powerful, tall. Taller than Sam. Maybe six foot even. Maybe an inch or two taller even. And generally just big. Mm. If this guy is truly the transfer player Coach Fury has been talking about, I also love when people make Fury because, like, they always do. It's not always. It's not usually hockey. They usually mm -hmm. have them play football because, mm -hmm. like, that's so classic. Macho like, man, macho man football. You know, yeah. I love because they usually make Fury the coach, and I think it's so fucking funny. It is. <laughs> it's so perfect. But <laughs> I digress. So if this guy truly is the transfer player Coach Fury has been talking about, Steve's in trouble. Mm. He's unbearably attractive, and LeBlond is honestly afraid already that he's going to end up breaking his rule of not falling for, or possibly more importantly, sleeping with any of the guys on the team. Shit. I mean, to be fair, I would break that rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, he thinks, forcibly pulling his lips into a smile rather than a stupid little O shape. Buzzing with energy from being shocked. Not a crush, he desperately tells himself. It's not a crush if you don't know anything about a person and you just know and you just know you would in theory like their body. Their <laughs> body. 
against yours. <laughs> Shaking himself. <laughs> Liz, this literally just sounds like you when you're like drooling about some girl. Stop. You're outing me, right? Fucking <laughs> now. Um, shaking himself, Steve wrestles himself into being a normal fucking person as this newcomer steps forward. Getting into his face as he finally tugs his sweatshirt down one last time, tugging tugging in it a sorry, tugging it in a pathetic attempt to unclampify clamify his palms. You're doing great, Lil. <laughs> and soothing his now crazy looking hair back back just in time to knock knuckles with the guys with the guy. Fist bumping him, the brunette sasses easily. Oh, is that me? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm taking half your room, and there's nothing you can do about it, according to Sam. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, this is me, because he's literally acting like a fucking bumbling idiot, and I so relate to it. You're just like, what do I say? What do I say? Um, Steve hardly doesn't wince at his own mediocre response. Although Sam does it for him, so it's all good. Besides, he can't locate his wit currently, having been disarmed after practically falling on his face and then seeing. That, oh uh, shit! That's so me. Sorry, sorry. Yep. <laughs> this dude isn't so bothered by a single word. Stupid isn't bothered by his single word. Stupid responses. Uh, unless someone else is pulling my leg. He shoots a surprisingly fearless and vicious look at Sam. You're the only one without a roomie, right? Yeah. Steve swallows, running his fingers through his hair again, hopefully making it better and not worse. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't... I, I don't have a roommate. Just me. I just... Steve doesn't know what uh, what he thought. Well, other than the fact that this guy is really fucking hot, <laughs> he doesn't know what he was thinking about. What he might or might not have just said. He shrugs instead. Get your head out of your dick and into the game, he tells himself sternly, <laughs> trying not to do something stupid like blush or trip over his words even more. That's uh, you. Oh, fuck. So, where are you from, Rumi? Hadi crosses his arms over his chest. Dear Lord, brick fucking house. This oh dude. Oh my god. Unfair. I just love the internal monologue in this fic. It's I so funny. I very much relate to it. It's it's very much giving, like, you know, like, the, it's like everything that goes through your head when you're meeting someone you find attractive for the oh, first for sure. time. You're like, holy shit. You know? Yes. Absolutely. Steve, he pushes out. Steve Rogers, and um, originally where I'm from, the brunette tips his head to the side saying, yeah, duh, without opening his mouth. <laughs> Brooklyn, Steve responds, heart still pounding, but unable to be blamed on nearly missing a stair step. The brunette whistles, one eyebrow raised. Uh, sorry. They're also like you... they're in Seattle, Washington, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. For school, I that's I a long mentioned. way, dude. What you out here for? Running away from home, young and wild and free, or something? Steve snorts. No, God, no. And he shifts on his feet. He was supposed to be hurrying off to class right now, but honestly, he does want to keep talking to this guy. Opposite from I mean, how he usually I hates talking would... to new people. I mean, I also would want to talk to Bucky if I... If I yeah. yeah. <laughs> I came out to the West Coast to live with, with extended family when my mom passed away back in high school. Freshman oh. year. They That's always... <laughs> they, every single thick author writes Steve's mom and... Like, Steve's mom, like, dying into almost every uh, single story about fucking, fucking Bill. Dead. He is an orphan. 
his mom does die like in like that's like a part of like his backstory oh i didn't even remember that but it's like everyone like that's the only thing that matters some fics that i've read without that happening but so many people they're like this is what we're doing we're riding it in this is the only thing that matters we need the trauma yes (laughs) he adds a little bit uh he adds a little bit strangled as he watches the guy's face get so empathetic damn it big guys that aren't allergic to feelings are tragically rare and so fucking alluring if you ever get to meet them i've been out here since that's you oh i lost because that ended the page and i was like is that it um no okay oh shit man i'm sorry new roommate hot guys uh slips a, sh- a stray strand of chocolate hair back behind his ears back in place with that empathetic expression still painted all over his face Niceness looks good on him. Too good. <laughs> and a practice response, Steve shrugs his shoulder and brushes it off his back with a quieter than he meant. Don't worry about it. Sam pats on, his, on the shoulder, reading the rawness, yet walks away, mumbling something he genuinely doesn't hear under his breath. Without the buffer of Sam, the new guy pivots back to the safe territory of this conversation. I'm Bucky Barnes. Bucky? Bucky. Bucky Barnes? <laughs> I don't know what that line is, but I, I just it. I just really like it's like he's he's just like turning the the name over in his head, being like, hmm, th- I, that would sound good coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, um, that's you, Sam. Oh, okay. I'm from Indiana originally. This place. He gestures around to the general atmosphere of Seattle, Washington. Really pleasantly cool, albeit unfortunately continually rainy. Nothing like where she. Bleh. Steve's childhood took place. All humidity when it was warm and all biting chill when it was cold. Both of the sides extreme enough to keep his asthma constantly unhappy until he grew out of it. Grew out of his ass? (laughs) I love how most fix, because, like, obviously in the canon, Steve doesn't grow out of, like, his sicknesses. He just, like, gets the super soldier serum. Well, also, you don't grow out of asthma. (laughs) It's, like, the thing is, like, as a child, like, we know Steve is, like, chronically asthmatic yeah, where it's like he true. couldn't like have like anything other than like if he ran for like two feet he'd like have an asthma attack like that he was so fair. frail and sick all the time so it's like usually most fix they write it as him growing out of that and just like i don't like it but i'll allow it <laughs> i'll allow it yep um where was i um okay, yeah about the asthma yeah Although it is very pretty, all shades of green, some blue, and usually pretty misty. Uh, that's you again. Uh, I'm just here because it had the school stuff I wanted, like academic stuff, you know, while also being nice enough to offer me a sports scholarship at the same time. Win-win. Uh, that's good. Good for you. Steve offers awkward because he can't when Bucky's looking at him like that. Just look at him, but God. All huge, thick build, and just a tiny bit shorter than he is, but feeling a whole ten feet taller regardless. Hey, Liz, I bet your favorite ship in Haikyuu is Iwaoi. Um, I don't know if I... No, it's Kuroken. I love Really? Kuroken. Because Iwaoi gives such, like, stucky vibes. It does. Mm. So that's why I was like, I feel like you have to, like, be into this. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily... I don't know if it gives me the Stucky vibes in the way that I like Stucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't explain why. I like 
But um, well, it's like I can't explain why I'm it's a whore. not. Just it's am. not for. It's not for the reasons why I like Iwa Oi. Okay, fair. Because like I like Iwa Oi for like their like dynamic. Uh-huh. And, like, I don't think that anyone gives, like, either Steve or Bucky gives off, like, the Oikawa energy that's fair. that I enjoy. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I like about Iwa Oi. So it's, like, completely different from why I like Stucky. I'll allow it. I'll allow but it. But it's, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Where was I? Okay. All here. Oh, wait, no. That's where I am. Okay. Okay. Cleft chin, sharp, sharp cheeks, long hair, and dazzling eyes. It's all too much. Well, I gotta... He thumbs out the direction of the door. Class. <laughs> I'm running late. But yeah, it's good to meet you, man. Um. Oh, uh, yeah. He smirks. Or maybe his mouth is just always ticked up like that. Either way, it's unfairly There's something attractive. very attractive about people who, like, smirk all the time. Oh, agree. Like, people who can do a good smirk. Oh, I agree. I look forward to... An- oh, wait, no. That's still you. Oh, okay. I look forward to annoying the shit out of you, being your roomie. Ha, yeah. Steve scrambles out of the door, unsticking his feet from the floor, clenching his fingers around the straps of his backpacks after swinging it on. That's very cute, Liz. I enjoyed that. Oh, there... I will... If you like that, read the explicit part let's like read the porn (laughs) don't worry unfairly good oh my god oh my goodness (sighs) um Um, but yeah oh sorry um, i guess we haven't really talked about whether or not we like read first meetings yeah we didn't whether or not we're gonna continue them i think it's more or less that it just comes along with a lot of the stuff i read where Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of the time in the fix especially like au's like this Mm-hmm. They make it like first meetings, like very especially right. in Stucky College AUs. They very rarely make them actually childhood best friends. Hmm, that is surprising. So as a result, they sometimes do. It's not like they never do, or sometimes they'll make them like childhood best friends. But one of them moves away, and then they meet again in college. But so usually it's they meet for the first time in college. So as right. a result of consistently reading this type of fic, I read a lot of first meetings. But it's not necessarily like, I'm like, let me search out for a first meeting fic. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah. I would say that it's not that I um, don't read them. It's more like I, like, I don't, like, I only read this sort of thing when uh, it's a um, AU. Like, I don't read alternate first meetings. I only read it when the setting itself is an AU. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, speaking of really key, uh, like explicit stuff um i got assigned vanilla sex oh my god <laughs> and and i re-rolled three times just to see like okay like there's only like 16 options from the fan lore page so, like what would i get if i re-rolled none of it was stuff i was more willing to do so <laughs> you were like i guess this is what we're doing i was like i guess i am shit out of luck um it's fine like you guys know this by now if we if we're really not comfortable doing something we wouldn't cover it i just oh yeah now seeing uh liz stumbling to say like stucky fic i'm worried how she's gonna handle uh, a sex fic but <laughs> uh, it's we'll fine see. i don't think you have to read anything like explicit because i it's vanilla so it's not like 
yeah explicit explicit um so vanilla sex is usually just used to like describe like super tame super soft sexual content um like it doesn't have any sort of kink not even mild kink i mean some people will write and like tag something vanilla even if there's like a bit of mild kink but if you want to go like pure vanilla definition like you're not even gonna have someone pulling hair or anything it's usually going to just be like missionary style all the way through and uh like usually vanilla sex is just consists of kiss like grope oral penetration and literally that's it um boring sorry I, I wasn't going to say it. I, I Like, for me, these specifics don't if, do it if, for me. If you if you like this, we I totally get it. Power, all the power to you. No shame. But for me and Gabs, you guys know us. <laughs> We're depraved. <laughs> I literally, I mean, I literally covered, like, blood kink. And I was like, oh, yeah, I fucking love this shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, for me, I will say, like, I actually... Do enjoy, like, when Vanilla Sex is written, but only in longer fics. So if I'm reading something and, like, these characters, like, you know, are, like, they're in a, like, committed relationship and they have sex, but it's not, like, you know, kinky. They're just making love. Like, I think that's cute. I don't mind reading that. I, like, I enjoy but, like, it. But I, if I'm going for, like, a one-shot, like, I want, like, I want somebody's, like, like, someone getting, like, fucking cream pie ten times over, you know? Like, I'm not yeah. looking for, for Vanilla. I want somebody with a massive like, cock to, like, fuck the shit out of somebody. Like, this is, like, the addition to, like, a story. And, like, you're reading the story. Yes. Like, you're is, not, like, yes, searching that's a good point. Like, I'm not going to read, the like, Vanilla Sex if it's porn without plot. I'll only read it if there's plot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, that being said, so I was, like, I was, like, okay, I'll just find, like, you know, a Vanilla Fix. And I realized I only have six Vanilla Fix bookmarked in all of my archive bookmarks. I have almost 2,000 bookmarks. I only have six vanilla fics, and none of them were, like, pure vanilla. Like, all the ones I thought were, like, oh, like, this is tagged as vanilla sex, so I can use it. Like, I would open it, and I was skimming through it, and it'd be, like, she tugged his hair really hard. And I'm, like, that's not vanilla! (laughs) Like, yeah. Like, even that makes it, like, not vanilla. It's one thing to be, like, you know, to be more dominant in vanilla sex, but, like, you're, like, if we're gonna go with the, like, the archaic, like, top-bottom, like, roles, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, sure, you'll have, especially in fic, you'll find that somebody's more dominant, someone's more submissive, but that... It's still not, like... It's more about taking the lead, not being not, in control. Mm-hmm, 100%. So, that being said, Fanlore actually had this whole section on vanilla versus kinky authors, because Love apparently, uh, like, kink authors, like, this looked like it was an older debate. I th- This is definitely a debate in modern times, um, but I think less so than it was pre-the internet, because um, yeah. it's easier on the internet to, like, ignore what you don't want to see. But before yeah. the internet and fandom, like, you really had to rely on, like, word of mouth and flyers and stuff. So, like, and, like, you know, advertisements you'd see, like, you know, literally just flyers. Like, you couldn't, like, see a tweet and someone being like, oh, my God, read this fic. Like, it was literally. Like, it was Zines. So, yes, Zines. People would literally pass around hard copies of fics. So you didn't. And, like, you didn't really have a tagging option. Like, you you, had, you couldn't be picky if you wanted to consume fan content. So that's why there's a lot of stuff going on. So I actually – they had a really interesting example. I have, I have several, like, tangent – but they're all related to vanilla sex. I love it. Just several things we have to get into before we get into the fic. So first off, like the section, I literally just copy pasted this from Fanlore. Um, it was that's just the, the subtitle was Vanilla versus Kinky Authors. So vanilla sex could often be criticized as quote unquote boring by like authors said, who preferred yes. more who preferred more spice in their porn, accusing writers of tamer sex of being anti king. Okay, I do not 
Right. So I that's where I just, that's where I'm like, yeah. I definitely prefer more spice, but I see no issue with people I, who don't. And there's, yeah. and there's no I reason to call it boring. boring. Yeah. I find it really boring, but I highly but to respect read yourself. anyone. Right. Yeah. Oh I respect. Oh, back, sorry. There's like a motorcycle like revving by. <laughs> yeah. It's boring for myself. Obviously, if that's what you enjoy, I highly respect that. That's what you enjoy. I think anybody. And it does not mean you're anti-kink. It yes. Means and that's just what you like. Honestly, like, if you want to think about, like, kink just being used as the words, like, the definition being, like, anything sexual, like, vanilla is its own kink. Like, some people, like, that's it. That's oh, it for yeah. Them. So, like, if you're going to, like, shame people for liking vanilla stuff, you're just kink shaming them. And that's yeah, not cool either. Right. So, um, and then, but at the same time, though, I've actually seen this more. Some vanilla writers are really anti-kink. Like, I actually see that happening more than I see um, kink authors, like, being like, fuck you for writing vanilla stuff. Oh, like, oh I, my it's, god, it's, on TikTok? It's wild. It's even worse. I feel like that part's gone worse now. <laughs> Almost. It's, I think it's it's really bad on TikTok. And it's like, it's literally a lot of people being like, AO3 literally has a tagging system for a reason. We and need they, to bring back. We need to bring back the fucking don't thing. like don't don't read. like don't read. Literally, or your 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 hate fuels my flames. Or like literally, where it's like literally, if you don't like it, just fucking move along. Yowie XD. Don't like don't read. Lemons read. rar. Um, rar. But XD. at the same time, because it's like I, the argument against like Ao3's tagging system is that um, they're like, well, those just shouldn't be those like works shouldn't be allowed. And I'm like, they're so. Like, not to say that these, like, you know, teenagers, that their opinions on this subject don't matter, but, like... Oh, yeah. Literary, like, the forms... Is- like, like literature has always existed from, like, the most pure form to the most debased form that you can think of, and that's always going to exist. It's not just a fanfic thing. That's always been around. Like, you can find horrible, fucked-up literature works from, like, thousands of years ago. It's like, it all exists. Well, and it's, like, while I do not like that those exist... I really appreciate the option to be able to filter them out and not yes. even see them. I like exactly. the fact that we can filter them out. I'd hate to get halfway through a fic and then realize there's something I literally feel disgusted reading in it. I'd I'd rather be able to filter it out. Exactly. You know? Like, right. For instance, like, I really dislike reading fics where pregnancy is the main focus. So it's really, really nice for me. And, like, that's not, like, a taboo thing, you know, to read or write about. It's just something I don't enjoy. I can literally just, like, exclude the word pregnancy. And then I don't have to worry about it in any of my fics. Or, like, if I don't like a character or a ship or whatever, I can just exclude it and not do it. And then, conversely, I can you know, do the opposite where like, say I really love pregnancy. Like that gets my rocks off. Right. So I'm, it's all I look for. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> and it's just, it's like easier. And it's like, be thankful for this. No, be thankful for this tagging system essentially. Cause we didn't have it. <laughs> we're, we're very obviously dancing around what the like two, what the two main tags we're talking about are. People know them. I don't think we need to say them just because they can be very triggering. We didn't have those before you would get through the mm-hmm. fix. Like don't act like because because it doesn't have this tagging system, like these fix don't exist on on Wattpad, fanfiction.net, Tumblr, because mm-hmm. they exist there. And honestly, there was like less moderation on those sites as well. Yeah. So like something could be horrible and like you could hate it, but like you like you can't do any you, you could do less about it than you can now. Like you're able like especially in, like archive of our own, you're able to like totally block an author, block like a work, you know, block a tag, like 
you can you can block more than once at one thing at a time too. Yeah. Um, like for instance, fanfic. I know, like I think it was like five or so years ago, they added like the exclude tags to their thing, but it's not like as in depth as archive. It's literally just like oh my exclude God. ship, it's... exclude character, exclude rating. Like it's not actually like where it's literally archive. It's literally like any single aspect of a fic you want to like exclude, you can. Like, it was so easy. Like, when I was searching for um, a fic to use this week, it was so easy for me to find it because I literally was able to, like, I'm like, I'm not, Liz and I both aren't comfortable with real person fanfic. So yeah. a lot of the vanilla sex tags are written for K-pop groups. So I was able to filter out all the K-pop groups that I didn't want to see. And then, you know, it cut out, like, half the recommendations. And I was able to see the stuff that I actually didn't mind reading. Um, so anyway, As we said, don't like, don't read, no flames. Your right. flames fuel me. Your flames fuel my fireplace. Right. Like we like Liz and I are pretty accepting for the most part. So we just that's our that's our soapbox. Anyways, they Thank had actually you. an example um that I thought was really interesting and I spent so long trying to figure out why Beauty and the Beast had uh, a kink debate. And then I what? found out apparently there's a TV show in the eighties and nineties called Beauty and the Beast, um, that was literally like a spin off, like the actual like, you know, the classic story of like yeah. Belle and the Beast. But where it's like um, some like utopia, I like took a small uh, snippet from the wiki where it just says like it's a it was a fantasy television series uh, it was from eighty seven to nineteen ninety and it was a retelling of Beauty and the Beast with uh, Catherine Chandler um, and Vincent who was played by Ron Perlman who <laughs> was a lion man and they live in a secret utopian community of social outcasts beneath NYC and one of the notable authors was George R R Martin the guy who wrote Game of Thrones. So I just thought that was really interesting. Cool. Um, but so there was a big debate because in 1990, Black Cover uh, by M. Lewis, uh, M, like the letter M. Lewis, was released. It's a 150-page um, adult anthology for Beauty and the Beast. And it was published by Rock Dog. And apparently it caused so much outrage that people were like demanding it be taken out of print, demanding that the author apologize, like demanding all this stuff in like – in like well-known design reviewers were like saying how horrible it was. And I didn't, wasn't really able to figure out like what the hell was in it that made people react this bad. My guess based on like the nature of the show would be some sort of bestiality just because oh, uh, like yeah. they said lion man and it's beating the beast. So that's my guess as, cause it's like literally all I could find is that it said it was uh, darker and kinkier um because the and the, the majority of the reason said is that the fandom itself was very vanilla so like yeah i guess like i think uh sex existed in the show but in a very like loving sweet soft way and not in a hardcore way so that's why people were really upset about it and then i have one more side note <laughs> before we get into this and um we'll post the link on our twitter or facebook if anybody's interested if not like we won't uh, make you guys look at this liz are you able to tap the uh side note link that i put in oh uh, yeah go ahead and open it i don't want to please open it. i just got to see what it is please open it <laughs> I when i clicked on it on my kindle it literally um it opened with what the um what the title of of it is you need um, to open it and see how long it is so, uh, for context, what I'm talking about is when I was just searching vanilla sex, um, one of the first, like, on the first page is just titled Beatle NSFW Art, as in the Beatles, the band, like, the English band from... I'm looking <laughs> at these tags! 
scroll down, start scrolling. There's over a thousand words, right? If every drawing is a word, there's over a thousand NSFW drawings. Wait, here. these are kind of fucking funny. Keep scrolling, Liz. It actually turns like into real porn. It's like it like it the started out off as like funny. memes. Yeah, it starts off as like memes, but like Oh, oh my god. But so it's still funny because it's like says it's like actual porn and like for instance, like one of the first things is merman porn and then they're talking about like how mermaids get penises and like he's fucking one of the one of the beetles is fucking the other one and he goes, You'll never be late for beetle practice again and he goes, Ayo <laughs> <laughs> I am done looking at that. I do not want to subject myself to anymore. It's, it's so much. It's so much. It's like it's it's just a lot, right? So majority of the comments are people being like, you know what? You do you. <laughs> but there was this one comment where someone was like so angry because the author's anonymous, right? It's not published under a pseudonym yeah. or anything. Like the author is not published. Honestly, and so, respect it. I right. Respect I was like, I wouldn't hard. publish myself with this either. But the there's like this comment saying like how awful, like deplorable this author must be, or the artist rather, because it's literally all just like NSFW fan art. And so I took a snippet from the comment that they wrote in response to saying how also, awful. Also, wait, I'm sorry. First thing, why are you posting your fan art in an, on AO3? To be fair, I act I that's not that's can. not totally abnormal. I have seen that before. I know you can, but anytime I see it, I go, why? I actually why don't. Here? mind it usually i think it's more i don't i i I see it happen with porn and i'm like i i understand it because there's not like a whole lot of places where you can post your like porn drawings and i totally i totally get it i'm just curious yeah it's it's definitely questionable um anyway so someone was like how like i guess you like don't care about like paul mccartney and like you know his uh his um like family and stuff because paul mccartney's still alive so this is the response Oh, and for context, this started updating, like, this, like, was first published, it looked like a year or so ago, and it updated yesterday. Like, this is still updating. <laughs> Love it. So, this is the comment, um, and I cut some of it out because it was really long. Yes, damn right I don't care. Fuck Paul. Fuck him really hard. I will draw him getting railed for 500 years and 500 nights. I am uploading this art deliberately so when Sir Paul McCartney's family and friends browse the Paul McCartney tag on fanfiction site Archive of Our Own, they will come across this and weep. I hope the elderly billionaire comes across this fic while searching up his name on here and cry out in anguish up at the heavens those five little English words Right. What's all this then? <laughs> the injustices Paul has done me can afford no better term than this. Rat bastard. True, I am a coward and I am a fool. I make a spectacle of myself drawing such abhorrent images of 78-year-old billionaire rock and roll legend Sir Paul McCartney, if only to satiate my unholy desires. I am nothing but a beggar groveling at the feet of a queen, but the Anglo cut is anything but innocent in all this. Without thought or care, he's distributed his likeliness, his enrapturing beauty, giving no qualms over who becomes a slave to it. I suffer daily because of this man. Not only I, for over half a century, McCuckney has caused hysteria and madness on a global scale. And does the rat bastard give a care? No, he does not. So long as his pockets are lined and his dick is sucked. He has used his ability to benefit himself, becoming a public figure, becoming rich, and reaping the benefits for decades. He's fucked and sucked his way through the 60s, and you'd be a fool to believe he's stopped. And you, who are you to come onto my Paul McCartney erotica manifesto and white knight simp for this... 
this rat cunt do you think beetle paul mccartney will bow down to you in thankfulness do you think he cares weeping from within one of his multi-million dollar properties have you defended his quote-unquote honor ao3 user anonymous 1986 will he present his elderly loins to you and say my savior my love you've protected my name you know and for that you may have me make sweet love to me my tender body atop this bearskin rug and so in the end you're the fool Neither of us will feel the sweet embrace of Sir Paul McCartney's elderly body. And so, I weep. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's so fucking Keep funny. in mind, I cut out like half of this too. Half of it? Yeah. It was a long ass <laughs> I love it. But um, it's like, yeah, in reality, do you really think, it, like, this man... First of all, I, we don't even have to talk about it. Like, I don't care. I don't think he even knows this site exists or like that fanfic yeah. exists, right? I don't care. I just like want to commend the artist because I'm like, I was very uncomfortable when I first came across this and this comment. Like, <laughs> like I want to subscribe to it just so I can periodically check the comments. It made me. It made me more comfortable. With it. it really did. Like, I could just tell. Like, this uh, artist like doesn't take it uh, like quite so seriously, which like. It's fine, but uh, Nick was, like, home, like, right, because we started recording right after he left for work, um, like, so he was home for a minute, and, um, I just, like, started cackling, he, like, looked at me this week, well, I was like, Nick, come look at this, <laughs> I made him, I made Sir, him look, come over here. you guys need to open this link just to see how long the scroll bar is when you hit, like, view all chapters and not chapter by chapter, it's crazy, there's, it's a lot, um, so, <laughs> let's, let's get on to the actual fic I chose, maybe, yeah. Um, so yeah. I went with the Genshin fic because I was literally playing Genshin and um, have Genshin brain rot. And also I thought it was really sweet and soft. And um, I don't know, like, I personally don't usually see a whole lot of, like, women on women, um, excuse me, vanilla sex in fanfic. I usually see I just usually stuff. Yeah, I usually see, like, vanilla for hat chips. Yes. That's usually where I, where I see it. I mean, correct us if we're wrong. Maybe we're just not in the fandoms where, like, vanilla Willowa authors exist. But Maybe most of the fandoms. Yeah. Yeah, most of the fandoms I've been in, it's not usually been the case. And, like, I'm not opposed to that, you know, as somebody who, like, as a woman who loves women, like, I, you know, am always down for some kinky uh, sex. But it is nice to, like, see yourself, ref- like, in your, the people you're interested in reflected in a manner that normally only straight people get. So yeah. I do enjoy that. So this is called Moderato uh, by Le Nosferatu. It's L-E-N-O-S-F-E-R-A-T-U. Um, it's explicit, of course, because it's sex. And it's between Ganyu and Kuching uh, from Genshin Impact. Um, for some context, for those of you guys who aren't into Genshin, Ganyu is um, technically like an immortal being. Like, she's not a god, but like, she's God's assistant, if that makes sense. Like, it's not like an angel, but like, I guess that would be, like, the closest way to, like, think about it, you know? Like, if you're not into it. Um, And then Kuching is, um, like, if we're going to compare them to, like, the American government, I would say she's, like, the vice president. I feel like it's a a way to explain, like, her in terms of, like, power and relevancy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, And then everybody who, like, actually pays attention to the lore is probably yelling at me right now. But it's fine. So, um, I guess... I'll, yeah, I'm going to read for Kuching because it's from her point of view and you'll read for Ganyu. Um, Just uh, in case anybody does decide to read this on their own, I do want to put a quick trigger warning that Ganyu discusses some um, like body image issues and uh, like negative thoughts she has about herself. 
Um, and just in case that's a trigger for anybody who is listening. I did cut all of that out, though, so, like, I didn't read any of that just because I didn't want to risk triggering anyone. Um, okay, so yep. this is literally, like, their first time. So, uh, okay. You're beautiful, Ganyu. Instead of saying anything, the adeptus only tilted her head and leaned in for a kiss. One, two, and three. Their smiles and quiet laughs in between. In this moment, though not entirely sure how things would be, Kuching too finally gave in. With Ganyu's affectionate kisses all over her face, everything felt like it's the total opposite of what they were doing in the beginning. Kuching couldn't help but feel like she had disgraced herself. Was I too aggressive earlier? And again, a hand landed on her cheek. As if reading her mind, Ganyu muttered in dismay. What are you thinking about this time? Nothing. You sure? Yes. Kuching never fully realized Ganyu's natural scent was even more pleasant than the floral perfume she usually wears. It's a crisp, refreshing evergreen mixed with the smell of dew or a rainfall. It reminded her of the morning air when she usually went to run. You have the body of a warrior, my lady. Kuching could only run her tongue over her lips as she felt her pulse racing. Oh, wait. I lied. I think that's you. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Uh, We'll keep going, though. Um, Tracing the chiseled lines with her fingertips, she almost felt like losing her mind at any given moment. Remember when we fought, fought, what, what is that? Ocile. Ocile together? You were charging straight at the enemies. Ganyu began as she pressed her lips to the largest mark over her midriff, a wound left by a mitotrail's axe, a scar Kuching could never recover from her reckless days. You're not afraid afraid of dying, even though you're no adepti? Adepti. Adepti. The Yuhong closed her eyes, feeling the sensations Ganyu left all over her skin, all the kisses and caresses let the hairs rise with invisible imprints. She could feel her chest, her chest throbbed as the familiar warmth returned between her legs, slowly creeping up her gut, stacking up to her eagerness. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be like you or... Oh, oh no, I, I that's you. Yeah, me. that's you. Um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be like you or be with you. Kuching felt Ganyu's body press against hers. Their frames fit together as if made for each other. But one thing I'm sure, I've always admired you. I have always admired you, Lady Kuching. Just kiss me already, was Kuching's only reply, her voice guttural and demanding. The adeptus's lips left her neck and returned to find hers. Their bodies spoiled, feverish, as their tongues slipped into each other's mouth. Warm, damp, but at the same time soft and velvety were all that they could feel, all that they could taste at this moment. And as their breathing went heavier by the second, Kuching found her hands roam all over the woman's bodies again. Ten minutes passed, and Kuching thought she was going to Celestia. It's as if the heat was all over her entirety. The more Ganyu kissed and caressed her body, the adeptus sure was taking her time to press her lips, lick, and nibble every nook and cranny, from her ears, jaws, and neck, down to her shoulders and the valley of her breasts. And when Kuching thought it couldn't get any worse, Ganyu's warm mouth grew over her stiff nipple, running her tongue over it before sucking ever so gently, almost making her rub herself against Ganyu's leg. I can't speak. Ganyu's leg, instinctively. Ganyu, please... Kuching called, almost ashamed as she could hear herself begging. Her insides twisted with yearning, her mind already hazed by the time Ganyu descended lower and lower, continuing her exploits. Kuching wasn't sure what exactly she wanted, but she wished for the ache to be over soon, however and whatever it takes. Ah! <laughs> ah! Ganyu stopped in her tracks as the Yuhong... I, I don't remember if I'm saying that right correctly, by the way, so feel free to correct me if I'm not. The Yuhong suddenly yelped, almost clasping her legs together. Is everything okay, my lady? Did I hurt you? Uh, no, sorry. Kuching glanced up and found Ganyu's worried eyes above her. I was just... surprised. Are you sure? All is good, I swear. 
Um, and then oh, give me a second. I'm gonna like skip a little. Okay, so I'm doing like a bit of a skip in the story here, just so we can get to like more of the sex, just because um, Liz does have class soon, so I don't want to take too long. Woo! So uh, scroll down to. Uh, uh, would you please spread your legs for me? Do I have to say yeah. that? No. <laughs> Literally, I fucking refuse. Liz, it's not even, like, explicit. Like, she's not saying cock. <laughs> like, just, please. You can do it. I believe in you. Liz, Would you... You can do it. Liz, I've literally heard you talk about getting railed before. Like, you can do this. Cab, yeah, thrown out. We here, please. <laughs> Pretend it's just you and me and that nobody else is listening. Um. Would you please spread your legs for me? It was this question posed by the adeptus that made Kuching wanted to run away to the edge of the world. Never before had anyone said such obscenity to her face. Who would even dare in the first place? Her noble upbringing made her less tolerant for even a casual profanity, for she deemed it gosh and unworldly. Yet at this moment, she witnessed herself neglecting her values. For that day, she finally let Ganyu, a colleague, a subordinate of her, say such sordid, pornographic sentences in her ears. Never even in a million years would she have thought of this course of events. Her breath quickened, and she could feel Ganyu's palm on her hip bone as she stretched out her legs, allowing the adeptus to settle comfortably between her knees. She felt exposed as she saw the sweeping gaze from the other woman looking straight at her intimates. On one hand, her eyes darkened with excitement, but on the other, her remaining conscious desperately clung to every last bit of her, high, her high-born dignity. You sure are staring. Hmm. Am I not allowed to see my lady? Ganyu's cheeky response caught her off guard. She could feel her ears hot by the second. The other woman's hand nestled on her pubes, dark violet curls between her. I know Kitchen has like purple hair, so it makes sense for her pubes to be purple. Just a weird thing to mention. Yeah. Know. Okay, go ahead. That's next time's you. Now you feel what I'm feeling when you look at me like that. She added, leaning her head in to kiss the inside of her thighs. Kuching could only purr in disagreement as she could feel herself lose, they, I think they forgot a word there, with every touch. She was about to give in before she realized where the other woman was pressing her lips. Wait, Ganyu, it's dirty in that place. The adeptus yes, looked up between that place. Her, that place. To be fair, that is very in character for Kuching. Like, she would probably never say, my pussy. <laughs> like, so, like, like, she's, like, she's saying, like, she has a, she was, like, a noble upbringing. Like, she's, like, quote, unquote, like, high class. Like, this is, like, she would never, like talk about yeah. sex like she, i can like picture she's she's kind of like oh my god <laughs> did you hear that yeah what the fuck she's not like stop rubbing i live here uh she's not sundere but like what's that one there it's like she's not Cinder- it's i think it's like dere dere right where it's like embarrassed almost i don't remember yeah I don't know. God, I have not looked at that chart since I was right. like a in middle school. <laughs> yeah. In middle school, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, the adeptus looked up between her thighs. Her amethyst eyes brightened as she smiled. It's not, my lady. It's beautiful. Ganyu slid back up, their nipples brushing past each other. She then stroked away the strands of hair from her face before planting a kiss on her cheek. You are beautiful. Um, we're going to uh, cut it there. The rest of the fic is literally like... Um, like Ganyu like eating or not the rest of the fic it's more uh the rest of the snippet I had which is literally just Ganyu like eating pitching out and I don't think that uh Liz would be able to like say anything here so yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna uh cut it there but um that was fun 
reading some porn. Hi, which which cat are you? Is that Salem? That's Salem. Salem jumped up to say hi. I can't tell them apart unless I look at their collars and he's like jumped up on my leg. Oh, I lied. It's Ravenpaw. Hi, Ravenpaw. You want to wow, say hi, what a bud? bad mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're like identical. They literally are identical. Liz. And I can't then Nick was them. like, let me get them basically identical. Collars. They literally, the only difference is like a little bit of white on Ravenpaw's collar. I should have, I was at the pet store today. I should have bought him a new collar. Nick would have been mad, but it would have been worth it. Um, so, yeah, um, I, like Liz and I said, I think at the beginning, we don't, we're probably not going to keep reading Vanilla Fix. It's just it's not just, for us. It isn't our thing. Yeah. Um, I might speak like that's what I would be. Yeah, Liz might podcast. sound like the Ubu small bean Tumblr kid, but like Liz is into the same kind of thing I am into. And you guys have heard how I talk. Like literally, our like we said before, our first bonding experience was reading Mikonzo porn at the same time. Like, yeah, like we are who we are. Oh yeah, Liz 100%. is just a little more private I mean, about it than I am. If you if you're really so so curious, go back and watch, listen to our episode on Blood Kink. And yes, you that, will hear that. I think was the most open you've been on the show about like your. Reading I don't preferences. know how how I did that, but I don't either. I, somehow, yeah, for real. Okay, Ravenpaw, are you good, bro? He is, like, he is having the time of his life. I'm just holding him, and he is so happy right now. Oh, my God, I love You're going to love the kittens, Liz. Come up, like, you can come up before if you want to. It's just you want to visit them, like. Uh, I don't have time. You're valid. We'll talk more about that uh, off the show, though. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Liz, where can we find more about the, uh, actually, Liz, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at LazyLiz. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok at Flighty the Nerd. I have started streaming regularly again, so definitely go ahead and check that out. Liz, where can we find information on the show? You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Tropes Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, like please giving us feedback or just good uh, Maze Runner or Twilight fanfics, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. We're signing off now. Bye. Bye.